and welcome to another episode of the Dynasty Trades HQ podcast. My name is Michael Sipes. You can find me on Twitter at FFBlitz, and I'm here with my partners, Jeremy Bruin. What up? You can find me on Twitter <laughs> at Dynasty Madman. <laughs> and Shane Manila. Hey, now, that was um, painful. This is two weeks in a row where we've spent... <laughs> Like a total of like two hours talking before recording. And I got to be honest with you. I, I'm going to leave the show if this, you continue to make me do this. Okay. First of all, we did not talk for two hours. And second of all, probably a half an hour of that is all the technical difficulties we were having, which really sucks. Uh, yes. yeah. <laughs> but we got it all straightened out. And we're for this is the first time, what, since maybe back in the 90s, we're on Zoom. You know, it's been right? a couple decades yeah. since we had to use Zoom. Back in. 1993, I think, when we first started. Yeah, we were on the Zoom. So we got a lot of stuff to go over tonight. Um, our news is brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. So tell everybody about Underdog Fantasy. Underdogfantasy.com.com. Use promo code TRADESHQ. Um, they've got, I mean, the season's approaching, right? You've got nine days, eight days until fan, uh, until the football season starts. So you might as well just go join a bunch of best ball drafts. Um, sign up using promo code TRADESHQ. They are giving you $25 with any deposit. Use promo codes TRADESHQ. And then go join a bunch of best ball drafts before the season starts. As many as possible. Awesome. Yeah, Jeremy, the, when we had Andrew on from Underdog Fantasy, you know, that night I, w- I had drafted uh, a best ball team and then I was like, oh man, I want to do some more. So then Shane started doing one live while we were interviewing him. Yeah, man, you I know? missed that. I've been wanting to draft with you guys. But it's so funny though, because Shane will do other things while we do the show, but this time he actually was... Drafting Drafted a whole team. with the guest on the show from that site. So, and then later on in the show, we do have some new affiliate, right? So we'll talk about them later. We do. Yeah. We do. So, what is this top story? I I don't believe that Royce Freeman being free should be the top story, but for some reason, right? that's the number one thing on our show sheet. <laughs> what? Well, well, first of all, it's, apparently he's not even actually waived yet. But Ian Rappaport reports that there's a good chance that. Uh, Royce Freeman might be waived. And um, look, if you love Royce Freeman, like many of us do in the community. <laughs> what do um, you do? Yeah. We, I was going to say, Jeremy, I didn't care. We we, we want Royce Not Freeman much. to be given his walking papers um, and then sign with Atlanta and then take that job from Michael Davis. Um, so that's, yeah, that's my big story because I love Royce Freeman. I do want to see him get a year. job and carry the ball. I do. But I mean, I'm not that excited about it. It's, it's the top topic. It's kind of, that's. No. Oh. No, I didn't think it should be the top. And I always love how you're the only person that I know of, or at least that I ever hear, that call him Michael Davis. It's like every oh. time you say it too, I get a little confused for a second. You say his, his name is Michael. <laughs> yeah, but he's Mike Davis. Like, like you don't call me Mike, do you? No, you don't even. Uh, you don't even know I my do. name. Yeah, I yeah. Do. I guess never mind. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, Sipes. But anyway, Sipes. <laughs> if you do say anything, so um. The next story is way more important to me, the J.K. Dobbins going down story. Angry. Angry madman. Mad, mad, mad. Yeah, <laughs> mad, mad, man. Why? Because he got hurt. I literally just drafted him in a best ball contest, like a big money best ball contest in the third round. And literally the very next day, he um, did that to himself. Yeah, I don't think he ACL. did. It. He didn't do it to himself. I blame him. It's, it's his fault. He, he had two guys hit him at that 
crazy front to, and then guy from the back hit his leg. It, he knew he should have known better. No, I, I agree. It was a freak thing to have happen. And, and it's sad because I could have taken David Montgomery or Chris Carson, maybe. Uh, there were a couple of guys still around and they're not hurt and they could be scoring me points on this team, but just not probably going to win that one. Well, J.K. Dobbins. Speaking of David Montgomery, we'll talk about him later when we talk about trades. But um, but Shane, it seems like every single week we have now talked about another top running back that people were expecting to be a top running back has gone down Oops. week after week nah. after week. What? I have to interrupt because I need to know Shane's already done Cam Akers. He's already done Travis Etienne. Now we're going to J.K. Dobbins. It seems like every week there's a new young running back to talk about. That's what I just so said. He, he had a buy, a sell, and I'm hoping now he has a hold because he's covered the whole gamut of gambling things. Well, no, Akers was only a buy for me if I could get him relatively cheap. Um, you said his Achilles was going to grow back fine because he was young. I would like to go back and check the tapes from a couple of weeks ago. You don't, need to. I don't believe that's exactly what I said. Buy ETN. But Dobbins. Bye, bye, well, bye. So here's the thing with Dobbins is I was already kind of out on him anyway, only because of the circumstances. Um, the, the volume just wasn't there for him to be an elite running back, um, right. scoring running back. Not yeah. he is elite, and it's it's just the situation that he's in was never going to allow him to be a running back one, two, three overall. Which I right. believe he yeah. totally has a skill set for. In different circumstances, you put him in Kansas City, he would have went bananas last mm-hmm. year. But and I meant, and I meant that you wanted to buy Acres and and sell yeah. Etn. But yeah, um, yeah but, that's. So I was I was already I was already moving on from Dobbins in a lot of leagues. So now, yeah, I'm pivoting. If I can get Josh Jacobs for him, I'm good with that. If if someone would give me David Montgomery for him, I'd be ecstatic. Yeah, you got to pivot. Somebody yeah. he's getting volume. Yeah. But yeah, the problem so. is the problem is we're one week away from the start of the season. Who yeah. is going to give you a starting running back for a guy that just got knocked out for the rest of the year? Building teams, maybe. Yeah, I mean, but, yeah but, but, but but really, are there teams right now yes. a week away from the season that have already given up? Uh, yes. That sucks. I, I think, yeah, man, it's crazy. That I, sucks. I get where Mike's incredulous about that. I am, too, when I see that because I'm like, wow, you don't even want to. It's almost like any way they can, any any path they can take to get them to um, punting the season faster. Like, yeah. Really getting rid of any anything and, and acquiring Dobbins and Acres and, and ETN and just saying, okay, especially in Dev Debbie League, you see that a lot where guys are just happy to get rid of their vets and, and take on these players. But and I but I agree with your tone, Mike, because I think it's kind of ludicrous to just get, give up before the season starts. But it seems like teams do it. Yeah, I mean, but you know, so there there's certain teams that you look at your roster and you go okay, well, this did not turn out the way I thought it was going to turn out. Like this offseason definitely did not go the way I was hoping. Nothing went the way I needed it to. And then I got hit with injury bugs. So yeah, let me just, let me, let me go ahead and just punt this year. Let me start it now. Let me, let me get, make sure I have my number one overall pick for next year. Let me trade for picks. And while I'm at it, let me trade for some injured guys that I could probably get it at cheaper price than I normally would. All right. And let me Um, just say this. I, We've talked about it for, I don't even know, years. You two guys have way more leagues than I have. But for 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 not not the majority of people that listen to the show, they don't all have 50, 60, 70 leagues. You know, there's yeah. quite a few people that only have one or two leagues. Yeah. So if you only have one league, 
I mean, God, can you imagine going into the season where you're already giving up? I mean, that would really, I mean, well, I then mean what's the point of even watching or doing anything well, if you've already given well, up? One, you could sign up for um, uh, uh, <laughs> underdog, uh, underdogfantasy.com <laughs> using promo code TRADESHQ, and that would keep you interested. Good, two, I good mean, look, you, you need to be realistic. You do. Like, if you can look at your roster right now and go, Oof, I don't I don't know. You know what I mean? Like when you're looking at it and you're submitting your lineup and you go, oh, I need 11 starters. I have like eight, yeah. seven guys I'm comfortable with. You know what I mean? And look, unless everything absolutely breaks right, I probably won't even make the playoffs. Even if you only have a couple leagues, like the smart move is to just, all right, well, then maybe it's better for me to make a move and, and get some more assets on this team. I do understand like it would be frustrating if you're in one league two yeah. leagues and just be like, wow, I'm out of it in both these leagues. I don't, I don't want to give up. Like that, that would suck. I, I'm not going to, you know, I, again, yeah, cause I play in so many leagues. I can look at it like, all right, well, there's six leagues that I'm fine with it because then I have these other right. 40 leagues that I'm going yeah, cause for. You, yeah. You can buffer it. I, I right. feel like you, you can have leagues, um, teams in different conditions and not really sweat it as much, but I, but I'm with Mike. I, I, it, I don't have enough patience to punt from year to year, I yeah. pay your dues and and wait. But acquiring all, say you acquired J.K. Dobbins, Travis Etienne, and Cam Akers, that would be pretty awesome. So if you have the patience to wait until next season, you know, into the season, a couple weeks when they're all, you know, kind of back, I don't have that kind of patience. I cannot do that. It just seems like, especially off of a major injury, when it right when it happens, for you to say, if I could turn Dobbins into Josh Jacobs, or if I could turn Dobbins into David Montgomery, it just seems like that would be very difficult to get somebody who has those two players to give you for J.K. Dobbins right now. Well, hey, why don't we look at the Dynasty League uh, football trade finder? Um, we need like a little have, we need a like a little code. drop in sound and all yeah, that I don't, stuff. <laughs> I don't have a promo code for them. I just write for them. But if you ever sign up for them, just tell them <laughs> because you have that at the ready though. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so um, what what what's happening with JK Dobbins on DLF's trade finder? So here's a fun one. Someone got Chris Carson and a 2022 first for JK Dobbins. So they you got know, a player and nine. a first. Wow. Yeah, that's that's a smash. They <laughs> that is a huge, that is an amazing deal. Yeah, clap for me too. Mm. Round of applause. You did. Holy that crap. Is, well, sir or madam, or um, they, you certainly crushed it right there. Um, I mean, similarly, I had to give up a first round Debbie pick, basically, in a you know, watered down league, but a first round Debbie pick and ETN to get Aaron Jones. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, but that's, uh, and that's what I'm saying. So you had to give more to get the player that you could use right now with the injured player. It was the champ. Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's a dynasty nerd super flex. So congratulations. Um, just bravo. Yeah. You really bravo. knocked it out of the park. Great I job. Am, look, if you're the listening champ. to this, please, please give us a call uh, on the hotline and just, just explain us, walk us through that trade. Cause I'm oh proud of God. you. And <laughs> I, you know, I don't often hey, give other people credit. Just I'll tell you work. what, I don't know if a person that calls themselves the champ really needs our input. I think they're pretty <laughs> content and confident with their trade. True. And based on that the trade, champ. 
apparently uh, they really don't need our uh, feedback. All right, um, but, but, but wait, you've got a whole bunch of trades in front of you, right? Or mm-hmm. is there only a handful? But I no, mean, no, no, there's, there's always there's another... outliers. There's always outliers, and that's yeah, got to so, be an outlier, right? Well, so I saw, uh, here's a trade. Uh, a gentleman gave up J.K. Dobbins and Tyrell Williams, and they got Chase Claypool. I like that. Start 10. Yeah, sure, but that's also not a that's also not a running back though. You know, getting well, a wide no, receiver for him. You, you don't have to trade, you know, position for position. No, no, just... I understand that, but what I'm saying is a lot of teams have uh, excess of wide receivers. So it's a, it's a lot easier to move a wide receiver move for an one, injured yeah. running back than to move a starting yeah. running back I for I follow an where you're going back. that right. you that someone would actually give you a tangible asset that they could use now, like, you know, one of those top running backs for a Dobbins right, right now. That's a tough, that's a tough sell. See, I don't care. I'll pivot to any position once the guy's injured because he doesn't exist anymore. Right. On, exactly. on my lineup. I, I get that. Like, you're like, Oh, I lost a running back. It'd be nice to get a running back in return. But that's to, what to you said. Not me. That's what you said. You well, said, I just mentioned Josh, Josh Jacobs. Jacobs. Yeah, but no, no, no. I'll definitely do a wide receiver too. Like I'll, I'll pivot to any position except probably well, even tight end, like I'll, it doesn't matter to me. I'll pivot to a player or position because basically that player is a hole on my roster once they're injured. Like well, there's just of no value. Absolutely. And, and, and I could definitely see trading for a wide receiver or a tight end or a quarterback, depending on the hey, I, there's a quarterback but, trade on. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. But the, the running back one, I just thought was a little hard. What's the quarterback one then? I hate this trade. Um, <laughs> it's a super flex. Um, this gentleman acquired Sam Darnold for J.K. Dobbins. Oh, yeah. I, I agree with you. I don't like that trade. <laughs> I'd, rather, I'd rather have J.K. Dobbins on my IR. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's it. Look, and you know me, I like I like trading injured players for, for some kind of asset now, but no, no. And that, and you know, that trade actually makes me not want to look at any more JK Dobbins. Trade. All right, good. So, well, how about Gus Edwards? Made that trade, thanks. How, how about Gus Edwards then? Pull up Gus Edwards Gus because, you know, everybody was all excited about Gus Edwards, which for me, I was thrilled because I, I only have 13 leagues and it turned out I had Gus on like eight of them <laughs> and I didn't even realize I had him on that many leagues. So, but I'm very happy about that. So what's happening? The with wrong him? man tore his ACL. Just admit it. <laughs> I, I have Gus Edwards uh, for what it's worth. And I know that everyone listening really gives a shit about this, but I have Gus Edwards in five leagues. Yeah. But what um, I'm saying is the trade value, like the trade tracker or whatever that deal. Trade finder. Like, trade finder. Okay, I, there, I will look up trades Edwards. With Gus Edwards. Um, and while we're looking up these Gus Edwards trades, let me just correct you on one thing. The correct pronunciation pronunciation of his name is actually Gusman Edwards. Gus. No. Yeah. It, that may be Edwards. his real name, but that everywhere you look, it says G-U-S, Gus. That's just what like it says. like Mike Davis, no, no, Gus, Gus Edwards. Gus oh, my God. Is um, that going to be a thing now, Jeremy? Yeah, is that no, nobody be a knows thing? what he's talking about. And, I, I know, he's just yeah. Hey, Gooseman, come here. Ooh, ooh, Uh-oh. ooh. Uh-oh. There's a couple of traits. So this one, let's okay. just get let's get it lubed up first. So this <laughs> one's just a little foreplay trade. Uh, this person gave up Gus Edwards and got Corey Davis. Oh, okay. Like Start that. two to five wide receivers and one to four running backs. So I really do like it in that. Yeah, side. especially when you, you know, have to have two wide yeah. receivers as opposed and to just one, one running, running back. back. Yeah. Um, but the trade right below that, and I'm just going <laughs> to. This one's awesome. This dude gave up Gus Edwards and got back Jalen Waddle. Oh nice. wow! <laughs> and it's a start three to six wide receiver. 
I, you know, listen, I think that's a great trade. And look, we we were going to talk about some trades and some trade offers later. But did we, as a threesome, I guess you could say, oh, did did we get a trade offer today where somebody was way, yeah. asking for our Jalen Waddle in uh, the DFB? Yeah, <laughs> we did. They wanted to send us, uh, Davis Maddock wanted to send us Curtis Samuel for, for uh, Waddell and you know, couldn't, 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 couldn't do it. Oh my just god! Basically, do it. Yeah. The, the best part of that, Shane's face went went really slow, and then he just like blew that air into I, the microphone. Yeah. So I saw the trade come across. Um, so <laughs> trash dynasty trade off is alert. <laughs> I um, saw it too. That's why I brought it up. I thought maybe of offering Tyreek Hill for something. <laughs> I, oh, so he, I did. I did not. I did not see that offer. But Davis Maddock, that is a horrible offer. You don't listen to our show anyway so whatever um but even <laughs> yeah. if you did i would tell you that that's a horrible <laughs> offer curtis samuel for Jalen waddle uh, uh no we see curtis samuel. curtis samuel can be a wide receiver too right right best case that's uh-huh. a ceiling uh-huh. Jalen waddle we don't know that his his ceiling isn't tyree kill who he's been comp to now you know i'm not saying that the chances are high that he hits that but I'll take my chances on Jalen Waddle when I've seen what Curtis Samuel is. But exactly. Thank you anyway, Mr. Maddock. <laughs> well, and that's why I brought it up because I, I just thought it was interesting when you said that. And I saw that come across my email today while I was working. I was like, whoa. Um, you know, I, I think right now we're at that point where we're a week out till the season starts. And mm-hmm. we had all the cuts. And, mm-hmm. and Shane, I loved a tweet that you sent out today. Because literally, I was doing similar stuff at the exact moment you sent that tweet out. But you sent out a tweet today mentioning how going into your leagues and cutting all the guys that were cut made you question. How did you exactly word that tweet that you said? Because I thought it was funny. I was literally cutting guys off my taxi squad at the same time. It was actually in our patron. Um, And if you're not a patron... Well, I don't like you that much. So you should become a patron because basically we treat you better and you get better stuff in there. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, but it was something to the effect of basically like nothing makes you feel like you don't know anything about football more than having to release all these players after cuts. Because um, it's like, it feels like every one of these guys is like, oh, I remember the story I told myself that he was how this was going to happen. It's like a Brashard Perryman. <laughs> Take care, Corey Clement. You have a nice life. Josh Adams, see you oh, around. Josh, Josh Adams hurt. Um, you know, <laughs> just, just a bunch of guys like that. Like, hey, Kiki Kuti, maybe he could still. Nope, he's gone. Okay. Um, Colin Johnson, you know, I really think he could be. Nope, him too. Okay. Um, the one lesson again is never get attached to anyone with uh, late round draft capital. Um, do not get attached to them because they're NFL that is rosters. Sound didn't. advice from Shane Manila. And That's and exactly part of it. the part of the reason I brought it up for you to say that is I also believe that I don't think that you should question because because you did you actually sent it out as a tweet. I know you said you said that in the patron thing, but you sent it out as a tweet too, where the tweet said something about questioning your process or whatever you said. Um, and I think at this point right now, we've done this so many times, and we've talked about it on the show where in the off season you're trying to fill in those taxi squad spots right. and those end of the roster spots where you're taking a shot. And maybe you take a shot and 10 shots and one of them survives and the other nine don't. But I don't think that cutting them the day after they get cut in real life 
I'm sorry. I'm looking at your face. I, I, I just think that when we're when <laughs> we're taking when we're taking the shots, I think it's kind of cool actually to take the shots because sometimes it works. You made a comment last week about me taking that Trey Reyes guy. I did. I took him in like every league for free. And he got cut. So what? Now I will <laughs> no, cut just messing it. with you, man. <laughs> no. I agree. I, I actually enjoy it, you guys. I, I have fun making these cuts and then thinking about, you know, as soon as I'm able to place a player on IR, what player I'm going to get off of waivers. The, you know, the sort of ch- perpetual churning of the, the bottom of my roster. Exactly. I don't mind that. I kind of enjoy it. And, and you get to go for your guys and. You know, for me, in in late drafts, and you saw in the HQ drafts, for me it was Kylan Hill. Kylan Hill, mm-hmm. Kylan Hill. I tried to get that guy everywhere I could um, late. Because, I mean, it was almost free, but people started drafting him, you know, fourth round, third round. It was one of those things where it wasn't free, but it was cheap enough that, you know, I'd, I'd try to swoop in and, and pick him up or get him in leagues that were shallower later. And you pick guys like that. And then, like with him, maybe that pays off. But, like, with other ones, it doesn't. I mean, I... You know, guys like Daz Newsome get cut. I still have faith in him, but it's cool because you get to get your own guys, and it's the bottom of your roster. It's players yeah. that aren't going to play anyway, especially if you have a taxi. So I'm with you. I actually had fun with it, Mike, and I mean it. And I Jane did too because he's kind of laughing a little bit. Yeah, about no, it. I mean, look, Players, if, if, if cutting fun. Jared Dokes from your roster is actually going to hurt your team, you are in <laughs> exactly, exactly. But <laughs> you, you got know, problems. Yeah, like you've like you've severe issues that I feel for you. But yeah, man. But he's another guy that you know. I took a shot on him and Javian Hawkins late in a lot of oh, drafts. Yeah, uh-huh. did not work out. Javian Hawkins yeah. on the way to get cut from two teams in the span of Hawkins. Days. I mean, what? I am surprised. I mean, I wasn't all in on him like you but really a big fan of his and i'm highly surprised he couldn't stick like i mean it's that's just that's kind of a shock to me but i I kind of saw it coming too as camp and stuff was going along and the reports were coming out he was he was kind of met and he was getting outplayed by huntley that caleb huntley i mean bad and 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 then and then huntley got cut too huntley got cut too you know, because I had him in a lot of places. You know Final what is cuts, it? Yeah. You know what is interesting, Shane. Jeremy and I are in a league, the league of know-it-alls, who where we actually just started our rookie draft. Uh, yeah, like two days Sunday ago. Sunday morning. Yeah, 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 yeah Sunday two morning. days ago. So, but the point is, what's really funny is when we do these rookie drafts back in April and May and stuff. It's all open. There's so many. Oh, you've got pie in the sky. This guy's going to be great. Right now, we're doing this rookie draft. And when you're doing the rookie draft and and the ADP is set from all the other people's rookie drafts, we're like in the middle of the second round. And every single name that's left in that order all has F.A. next to their name. <laughs> like yeah. every, every single one of these guys have been cut already, you know? So even Jer- like Jeremy saw, I did a trade today to move up from the fourth round to the third round. I gave uh, Todd Gurley, which you know I I, I, I have to give <laughs> up on so him. What? That's right. So I gave <laughs> I gave Todd Gurley in a four to be able to move up to get Chris Evans. And for me, Jeremy, it's like you said, I have Chris Evans everywhere. He survived cuts. He looked pretty yeah. good in uh, the yes. in the preseason. The team, so man, yeah. I jumped up to the three point oh one so that I could just get Chris Evans because the next like. 10 freaking guys all had FA next to their name. They were all cut. And I didn't think it would last 12 picks to me, you know. But he was a guy that I had grabbed in the fourth, fifth round in other leagues. And when he survived, that's why during this draft I wanted to grab him. You know? And you felt good going up and grabbing a player I that did. you believe in now. And I was the same throughout. Like, I didn't care about tra- – and I traded up 
a few times. I traded in. You I did. was just going after all the guys I wanted. You know, I, I mean, Kyle Pitts at two. I traded. It's a one quarterback league, but I need another quarterback. So I got Justin Fields. I got Rashad Bateman. I'm sorry, Rashad, that you're not going to be starting this season. Um, I, I I moved. I got Kylan Hill right after you took Chris Evans, which was my target there. And I mean, it's been it's been fun because now you're not taking as big of a chance when you're moving up when you're sending assets away, future assets. You're you're getting a more um, you know, uh, you, you can put more stock in it. You're getting a player that's already made a roster. Or you know how well they did in camp and stuff like that. So sure. it, it actually is fun to do this, Mike. I was like stressing that we had to do this draft and get it done in a week. <laughs> but I've actually had a lot of fun drafting this late. It's cool. It is cool. And I was just really overwhelmed by all the FAs. There is one thing I do want to mention, though, back to the J.K. Dobbins and the Gus Edwards thing. Um, so yeah, I wanted to mention about Tyson Williams because we're, we're recording the show tonight. It's Wednesday night. Tyson Williams. Tyson. Yeah, I know. There's that, that, that little mark in the air in between two of the words, but, um, that's actually called, um, there's an actual name for that. Pretty sure that's like a, I love, I love that you're trying to correct me and you don't know the word either. So it's an uh, apostrophe. (laughs) (laughs) So it's, but it's, but my point is, is it's Wednesday night in most of our leagues, all of our waivers have run, have gone through. And I noticed, I just went in and checked in every one of the listener leagues. He went for hundreds of dollars in yeah. my home league, where it's not the the money isn't the same, I put in a five dollar bid, and I just saw that somebody won him for seven dollars. So it's like in every one of the leagues, that was the number one waiver wire pickup yeah. this week. So, <laughs> yeah, I um I I got him in a couple leagues, but not in the HQ leagues. The None HQ of leagues. Them. I, I don't know. At some point, I will learn. Um, <laughs> That you know, it, it is. You got to pay to play. You really like people are pulling out their dick and just slamming it on the table for players because Manola dropped like six hundred dollars on Tyson uh, Williams in HQ one, and uh, I was not even close. I had like a two hundred dollar bid on it, and I was like, I think this is pretty high. Not even close. Not I just want to say one you, thing. You're kind of a low bidder, I know. Yeah, yeah but I want to say one thing. That year when I put nine hundred dollars on Darren Wall. That was like the most anybody had put in the listener league on a player. And it does seem like ever since then, people are willing to drop their... I mean, you did Josh Adams. That didn't work out. But some of the other ones do. I I think like Shane drops certain things every show. You drop Josh Adams every show. I mean, you find a way to slip that in every show. It's it's over, though. We all know. I do love Shane. You dropped him. And I do love in in our Patreon chat which we talk about our Patreon chat and our group me chat. It's amazing. But I do love all the people that commented about you dropping Josh yeah. Adams. <laughs> Everybody reminded me that that was a bad. They all remember because Mike <laughs> yeah. won't let them forget. Exactly. Yeah. No, exactly. It did, did not work out the way I wanted it to. What are you going to do, right? Exactly. Yeah, right. So the only other thing, you know, Jeremy, you mentioned about Rashad Bateman. That's on our news thing here about be- him being placed on IR. For you, I'm sure that's very heartbreaking, correct? Yeah, I mean, I already had some worries about Lamar Jackson, you know, consistently getting him the, you know, I thought he was one of the best wide receivers in this class. I said that my favorite receiver in the class, really. And uh, yeah, disappointing that I mean, he, he I thought he might miss some time, but I didn't expect him to miss like the start of the, you know first few weeks of the season. That's disappointing. I do own him in a lot of places, but like much like Shane said with 
Jared Dokes. I mean, hopefully you're not start having to start rookie wide receivers on all your teams. I, I, I know I have a couple that I was going to lean on rookies early, but not at wide receiver generally. But, I, you know, he's he's a guy I can park for a while. But it, it's sad. I, he, I thought he was going to have a strong start to the season. That's my guy. Jared Dokes. That was, I was actually <laughs> – it's <laughs> funny to compare those two. I'm sorry. I just thought that was funny. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually, you know, not happy. Happy is not the word I want to use here. But yeah. I was actually encouraged that he ended up on that instead of the pup because that way he's only yeah. going to miss, you know, three weeks, right? Yeah. I, I mean, instead of six. Right. And, you know, the way, way they, uh, folks were talking, folks, the way that it sounded initially. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, the, way, the way it sounded initially, it sounded like he was going to miss a ton of time. You yeah, know what I mean? Like, I, I didn't know if he was going to miss the first two months. If he misses three to four games, I love it. And not that I love it, but in comparison. All <laughs> right. Okay. We understand what you mean. Yes. Yeah. yeah you know, it, it, yeah. it is pretty interesting how many people have landed on the IR and landed on the pup. And they did have to explain the difference between the two. I did see, was it Irv Smith Jr.? You know, people were like, uh, at first they were, <laughs> Shane's face. At first they were like, oh, it might be a week or two. And then now he's uh, done for the year, right? Well, that's, yeah, yeah the Vikings. The Vikings put it out there that it was only going to be a couple of weeks. So that's what everybody ran with. Um, and one thing that we should learn is never listen to an NFL team before the surgery when they're like, no, 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 it's fine. It's going to be like, right. it's going to be, it's going to be okay. And then the next thing you know, they're like, oh, yeah, no, no, he can't walk. And you're like, wait, what? That, that, so yeah, Irv Smith done for the year, it looks like. Um, and the, what do you call those people? The Minnesota Vikings trade it. <laughs> yes. They trade it. They made a big trade. Trade alert. Oh, Herndon. Yeah. yeah, they and he wasn't doing great where he was. So, I mean, no. like honestly, he was he lost lost his starting job, and so that were that's a good that benefits both teams. But yeah, that's everybody that got Tyler Conklin off of waivers today. <laughs> it's not going to pay off. <laughs> oh, oh my god, you know, that I'll, sound I'll was so awesome. People. I I want to isolate that laugh. That was amazing. What'd you say? <laughs> I said, oh, and you know how good it felt. I know people felt so good winning, winning uh, those auctions or the, those fabs, excuse me, and going, oh, I got him, I got him. And then, yeah, they, they sent Chris Herndon there. And I mean, look, Chris Herndon had a great rookie year, right? 2018, great is probably a strong word, but he had a really, really promising rookie year. Um, yeah, it was encouraging. People had high hopes for him. They, they kind of still do just because yeah. of that. Yeah. They're and still talking him up. He's still, he is still only 25 years old. Um, four season. So if anyone's ready to break out, he's at that age. You expect tight ends to break out. He's already at the uh, that that. If you like this, tell yourself that sometimes it takes a uh, tight end their second team till they break out, like Delaney Walker. I mean, this this could happen, and he's on an offense that it's a really concentrated target share. Right? It's going to be Thielen. Uh, who's that other kid? Jefferson Cook. <laughs> If anything should happen to any of those gentlemen, kid? Yeah. if any, anything <laughs> yeah, should happen to those gentlemen, which you don't wish, Herndon could see see a lot of targets. Yeah, hey, listen, you spoke about Justin Jefferson when we were on Dynasty Nerds uh, YouTube channel. You know, if if you guys haven't seen that, go over to Dynasty Nerds YouTube channel. Uh, Shane and I had some fun in their studio a uh, couple weeks back, but Justin Jefferson was one of the things he spoke <laughs> When I just said we had fun in the studio, look at Jeremy, look at Shane's face. We, we, listen, it wasn't that kind of studio. Sound but very inappropriate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, There's two- Don't worry. There was a t- there was 
it wasn't inappropriate. There was a bunch of other guys around watching, and it was recorded. Oh, so it was wow. Oh, man. It was a lot of fun, and don't listen to that. But, hey, look, there's two other things on the news thing before we get into the topic, but we've kind of gone back and forth, and the topic has kind of meld with the news. But the one thing on the news, man, did you see it coming, or was it a surprise to you guys that Cam got cut by the Patriots? I I was surprised by it. Um, it's yeah, it is. It was a surprise in that you know they got rid of him. Clearly, he's better than Brian Hoyer. Who don't didn't they still keep Brian Hoyer? That's weird because basically they're just saying, hey Cam, thanks, but no thanks. We're gonna just move on, and you know it's not just because you're not good enough at football because Brian Hoyer is still on our roster. So it was. I mean, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't like that. I thought that. And, and he'll. Hopefully he'll he'll go somewhere else and and play. I, I still think he's got some life left, but it was it was surprising. Yeah, it seems something so, must be going on there in New England. So because it's New England and they just do shit like this, um, yeah. they did cut Brian Hoyer, but they're expected to re-sign him due to the fact that Mac Jones is the only quarterback on the roster right <laughs> yeah. now. I gotcha. All right, um, it's still, I mean, that's silly to to prioritize him. So you know what happened? It's a great question you guys are asking. I mean, what happened that Cam Newton is no longer you know, remember we viable talk, for them just we, moving on. I think we talked about last week. It was Mac Jones was pretty much pace playing for him. He was going toe for toe, toe to toe with him, right. For the starter job. Like he's looked great in the preseason and then cam he's not vaccinated and he broke protocol. So then he had to be away oh, from the team for five yep, days, yep. which That's a good point. You know, Bill Belichick says that has nothing to do with his release, but I think that gave him additional time where like, all right, well look at Mac, Mac's running the team, Mac's fine by himself. And then I don't know. Cam is not a good backup for Mac Jones, right? Because he's the not, offenses not a good are backup so, anyway, right? Yeah. The, the offenses would have to be so different. Like if Cam's going to be a backup somewhere, it would have to be somewhere like Philadelphia, but they have Gardner Minshew, so everything's okay. Um, <laughs> it, it, somewhere like that, you know what I mean? Where there, there's a quarterback <clears throat> yeah. that, that has some mobility. Um, it just never seemed to fit. Anything, yeah, but it's just know, very in, different in offense, very different types of players. Um, it is funny. I, I did hear on the radio today, one of the, one of the analysts was saying how Cam's better off turning around right now and accepting some money and getting in a, in a commentary booth than to go play because it, his mentality is he does not want to be a backup. He wants to be a starter. And there's really not too many landing spots left that he can be that starter. Maybe no. Houston, you know, cause we really still don't know what the hell's going to happen there with Watson. But, uh, it seems as That's though that's really he, the only one that even makes sense. Exactly, because the younger offenses aren't going to take him in for the same reason. You don't want him backing up any of the young quarterbacks because of the way he is, and he wants to be a starter. So yeah, it would have to be a a bridge situation. And then what's he got left? You know, he's it's he's kind of like um, an anomaly or a, an enigma. Sorry, he's yeah. he just doesn't fit the mold of what you want for a backup quarterback like Shane was saying. Yeah, yeah just just some guys aren't built to be backups, right? right? Like could you imagine Tom Brady trying to be a backup somewhere? No. no. It would go awful. It would go and, terrible. And it's what what is he? He's 44 going into a season where people are are predicting that he's going to win the Super Bowl again. It's 
fucking amazing. Um, so, so that kind of went into our topic. One of the topics we had was any surprise cuts that happened. And we talked about a couple of cuts that we knew were going to happen or thought would happen. And then we talked about Cam. Was there any other like surprise things that you didn't see, like out of nowhere just happened? Jeremy, was there anything that happened cut wise that you were surprised about? Um, no, I was surprised though that the Cleveland Browns signed my boy Nick Mullins that was cut <laughs> from San Francisco. They needed a third quarterback. They got rid of, um, you know, their guy. Um, oh my God, Laletta was like he he did okay, but you know they they upgraded their third string quarterback um, by by taking in Nick Mullins. I yeah, maybe makes a little bit of sense. Nick can run you know some some offense. Uh, you know. Shanahan's offense is a little little carryover, a, a tiny bit, I guess. Um, you know, in Cleveland with Stefanski, so I, I think it. But but I'm a, just a big Nick Mullins fan, so that was a surprise. I did not see that coming. Why would I? So it's neat because I'm a, a Mullins fan and a Browns fan. But I didn't really see any cuts that were, um, you know, unfortunate. Some of the rookies that were cut were cut, but they weren't really guys that were drafted high. In most cases, um, I saw that um, Des Fit- Fitzpatrick was cut, and I laughed at all the yeah. people that were talking about that in some of the threads because, like, what do you what you expect out of that guy? I didn't really expect much out of him. His, um, you know, his makeup, his sort of uh, player profiler is not good. I mean, he does he prof- he, he may as well be La- Laquan Treadwell. I just I thought it was funny people. So that might have been the one that was um, the most entertaining for me. But I, I can't think of really any surprises. You guys probably have some though that I'm not thinking. Well, it is the one thing before Shane, before you say your surprise, I will say this about the Des one you just said. I think he's one of those guys that back in May and April people told themselves, oh, this is going to be good. And then it kind of went through the wave of everybody in Dynasty. I see Shane shaking his head. You know, people were talking Mm -hmm. him up, so people started believing it. And and like you said, Jeremy, there was a lot of rookies that were cut that it may not be surprising – but the surprising part of it is, is that we all talked ourselves into that this is going to be those something. players, yeah. You know? We talked ourselves into taking them, drafting right. them, wanting them, right? What about you, Shane? Yeah. What was your surprise? I mean, we do that every year, though, right? Well, of I course mean, we rookies, do. There's rookies. There's guys in the fourth round. We go, well, like Jared Dokes. Well, yeah, yeah but I mean, yeah, how many again, people? How many people really thought Jared Dokes? No, was but I mean, yeah, <laughs> just as an example, I live in Miami. I didn't. Talk. There's running backs other people other people took other <laughs> running backs, but it was the same thing. Like you tell yourself, like, oh, this guy's a fourth round pick. But if this happens and then this happens, and then if lightning strikes and then everybody dies, well then he's the starter. <laughs> and, um, and and look how a many lot of te- scenarios. But look how many teams that has happened though. I mean, the, the not lightning strike and nobody dies, but I mean the, there there are some teams like like we mentioned the Tyson Williams guy, you know? It's like he leapfrogged over over Justice Hill, but it's all and because nobody the, knew who he was. And, yeah, and, yeah, yeah, the, really. The, I mean, not most people. The, right. the, the fact that he was available in all five HQ mm-hmm. listener leagues, all five of them, nobody had that him is telling. The that, there you go, because there are some <laughs> we dug under the, a rock to find a player, players in those leagues, exactly. Yeah, right, exactly. and that he was on the waivers in HQ one where you'll draft, you know, you'll pay $500 for a cadaver. So Shane, so was there a surprise to you? I mean, no, I mean, just like you said, though, the amount of rookies and I haven't tracked it. I probably should, 
but it <laughs> feels like just feels like there was more rookies cut than I can remember in the past. I mean, it seems that way. Maybe it's just maybe I'm wrong, but that's what it just felt like. Um, really, the only one that was a little surprising to me was Colin Johnson, because I thought he was um, decent last year. It's not that I thought he was going to be a superstar or anything, but I mean, in the context, it's a new head coach there. He had low draft capital anyway, so it makes sense. And he's already hooked up, by the way, Colin Johnson's already hooked up with the Giants. So if you don't want to release him, yeah, figured. Because he has the FA, he doesn't have the FA next to his name any longer. So uh, you don't really yeah, some of those players oh. do that, man. They they get picked up right away, and you almost know that's going to happen. They're not going to clear waivers, and he was one that the, the dynasty community thought would get picked up right away. I knew, you know, I figured Kaderil Hodge, the Browns, are, mm-hmm. finally have a team where they actually are cutting players other teams want. Um, and and I figured Kaderil Hodge will he'll wind up somewhere because he's been pretty successful for the Browns as like their you know fifth or sixth guy. You know there are, there are players out there like that that will get picked up because they won't clear waivers and you know brought back to taxi squads. But so you can't just go and cut every rookie or two year guy or whatever that's been released because they might get on another team and have a shot still at the end of your bench. But it's um, yeah, man, a lot of rookies just boom gone like do you think anybody else any of those guys we were talking about get picked up or are they you know they just gonna float around forever Uh, i'm so shell-shocked with all the the, (laughs) my late round draft picks we thought this year it was bad look we thought this was a bad draft after the first like round and a half right yeah Uh in in fantasy and i feel like the nfl was like yeah yeah you were right because none of these late round draft picks are making any teams that um, <laughs> that's why I'll, it's so much fun yeah. in that draft that jeremy and i are doing right now uh, literally we're at the 201 not now but when we were th- there's all these fas of of yeah. what, what people were drafting you know so yeah. it, it definitely was uh, was uh illuminating yeah. what Look, there's you're nothing- seeing kylan hill and and chris evans going now like in the third round over players that would have that were certainly drafted ahead of both of right. them absolutely in our earlier drafts but they're not as valuable so it's kind of cool we're we're basically just saving we're cutting a step out mike by just yeah. having the draft later we're skipping all the monkey business go ahead shane what were you saying i mean and just one thing to remember look the, the reason i'm going in and i'm cutting everyone is because i don't want to deal with it in the season i'm trying to get I'm trying to get ahead of the curve, like get these guys off my roster. But there's nothing that says if you have four leagues that you need to go in there and get rid of everyone that was cut in the last two days, because, yeah, they could still they could still sign with another roster, like Jeremy said. So if unless, you know, you're at a crunch and you need to make a move, you don't have to make a move yet. You know, no. you can. And, you, and if you have a taxi squad, stick some of those those guys that got cut because they might stick on it. They might shake loose on a practice. You know, they might end up on someone else's. Uh, practice squad in real NFL, and then you can leave them on your taxi squad. You know, and we the next thing you know, they're Taysom Williams, Tyson Williams next year. <laughs> You're like turning Tyson Williams we, into Taysom even, Hill. Yeah, I can't even say his name correctly. And we we mentioned at the beginning of the show, but somebody like Javian Hawkins, I mean, he was people threw him up there, then he got cut, then he got he got picked up through waivers. So like he was immediately put on Tennessee, but then he got cut again. So so if a if a rookie like that's been cut twice in a period of what three weeks or so? Yeah, oh no no yeah yeah he's you can yeah you can cut him. He's done. <laughs> done. I'm sorry. Uh, I mean at this point right now, do you really have much hope for him? Yeah. Our <laughs> bad. Our bad Javian. Sorry man. <laughs> Oops, sorry, JVN. I was all I was rooting for you, dude. I had high hopes for you. Like, you know, I, I talked myself into, you know, you were in the good situation in Atlanta. You only had Mike Davis to beat. You, ah, shit, you couldn't even get past whoever their third string guy was, Quadre Olison. 
But oh, that's the so thing. Sorry, sad man. That's the thing though with Atlanta because they also cut Caleb Huntley too. So they had mm. both of those rookies, and they cut both. I of them. think if Caleb Huntley clears waivers, if he hasn't already, that they put him on their taxi squad. I think they were pretty happy with him. Uh, I just don't think they had the, the the space like on their main roster. But I, I would see them putting him on taxi. I certainly think someone will. Yeah, and, and that's he, you know clears. That's the interesting thing, though, for us in Dynasty. You know, in some of our really deep leagues, I guess that matters. But uh, uh, in a lot of our shallow leagues, does it really matter that uh, an NFL team is willing to put them on their their practice squad? Like, do we still care about them when they're on somebody's practice squad? Well, it depends on, like, yeah, how deep is the league. If it's it's one of... No, our leagues where we're starting 11 to 13 players, I care about absolutely everyone that's alive. Right. But Adrian Peterson. That's awesome. Putting, I care about everyone Peterson. that's alive. I don't know. You never know what could happen. Maybe Adrian Peterson comes back. I need 13 starters. <laughs> <laughs> and that was the weird thing about trading away uh, uh, Gurley this morning. I, I, I picked him up on a lot of leagues where everybody dropped him. I was like, hey, cool. I'll pick him up. But just I, I got to get off of that. So um, He's going to roll those broken down knees into somebody's um, lineup right I, soon he, when he has to replace somebody that's hurt. He is going to play this year. I know it. He's going to play. He's going to play for somebody. Um, so, Jeremy, uh, you got some kind of offer in HP5? Oh, wait, but wait. What? But wait. Trades brought to you by Oh, our- oh, wait. Our new sponsor. You're right, Shane. With our trades, I forgot. We have a new sponsor. Who is that? Yes, it's Thrive Fantasy. Come prop up on thrivefantasy.com. Use promo code DTHQ. Um, again, that's thrivefantasy.com, promo code DTHQ. You get an instant 100% deposit match up to $100 for new users. Um, so go on there. If you deposit $50, they'll match it and give you $50. If you, you put $100, they will give you a free $100. Um, bunch of prop bets. Good deal. Yeah, they've got a week one NFL contest, $20 entry, $20,000 to the first place person. So go join Thrive Fantasy. Make sure you use promo code DTHQ. So it's so much fun Jeremy. having a sponsor for our news and a sponsor for our trades. So, Jeremy, you have I this like trade it. offer. We mentioned at the beginning that there was something that I had with David Montgomery, and we'll come back to that. But you had a trade offer in HQ5. What was this about? Well, first of all, I, I want to thank you both for letting me know I did have a trade offer in HQ5 because it turns out I'm the last one to know. Oh, you didn't put this I on the show sheet? I didn't, no, no, no. I, I did. didn't even. Oh. I did not know. Yeah, our, our patron, uh, Ruben, we were chatting earlier and he was like, <laughs> hey, can you <laughs> give it to me, see what, what's up with this offer, what he thinks? I said, you know what? Let me, uh, I'll put it on the show sheet and I'll talk to Jeremy about it and see what, what he oh wants to do. Oh, my God. So, I'm sorry, uh, Jeremy. I thought you wrote no, that on the show sheet. It's fun. It's. <laughs> <laughs> no, I just I didn't even know. I just I just pulled it up um, a couple minutes ago. And I, I see the offer and I'm thinking since I'm on the spot, why don't we do one of those? Mike and Shane tell Jeremy what to do. Trade scenarios. Awesome. Let's I'll do read it. you the trade and you guys tell me which side and, and Shane, don't try to help Ruben out either. Be a wise guy. Well, don't tell you, us which you side have is to you. be honest about it. Well, yeah, don't tell us. Well, which Shane side probably is you. knows, but OK. All right. I won't tell you which side. Hopefully Shane doesn't know yet either. Um, so this is the Shane trade. Shane doesn't have any idea. On, on one <laughs> on one side is Marquez Callaway, you know, the Saints wide receiver, the new Michael Thomas. No. And then along with that, a 23, a 2023, 
second round draft pick. So Callaway and the draft pick. Or on the other side of the trade is a 2023 first round draft pick. Oh, I want the first so round draft pick. Mike? Uh, Callaway and a what? A second? Second. A second. A 2023 second and Callaway for a 2023 first. Um, and this is an HQ5, right? Yes. Yeah, I, I, I'll go with the pick also, the, the first round pick too. I like Callaway. Sorry, I'm excited Ruben. about Callaway, but I'll go with the first round pick. Yeah. I am so sorry, Ruben Almada, but we're not going to be able to com- um, <laughs> yeah. you know, make this trade. Wah, wah, wah. I, I mean, I kind of wanted to. I was fine if these guys said so, but the, it's unanimous. So I'm yeah. going to hang on to my 23 first. Send me a better, more enticing deal. All right, buddy? <laughs> I like Callaway, too. We talked about it last week. But I yeah. like him because I got him free in a bunch of places. Uh, if you're giving up a first for him, no. I, I, I no. And especially in HQ5. It's not one of those no. ones that's really hard to get a wide receiver. So, no. um, But speaking you, of hard, hard to get a wide receiver in HQ leagues, I mentioned to you guys right before we went on the air that in HQ1, which we've talked about a million times on the show, how it's a 16-team league, difficult to get starting players, I got a trade offer from our very own Larry Monkey over there at Mm -hmm. Dynasty Hot Sauce. He sent me an offer right before we went on the show where... The reason it was funny, Jeremy, is because Shane has sent me a million offers in the last month, or at least five or six, for David Montgomery. He's mm-hmm. sent me plenty of offers for David Montgomery. But um, but Larry sent me Brandon Ayuk for David Montgomery. And for me, I... Well, wait. I won't say what I did. Shane actually said, hey, let's talk about this on the show. So, Shane, why did you mm-hmm. want to bring this up on the show, and what do you think about that trade? Well, a couple of things. Um, obviously, I, I, I want the Montgomery side because I've been trying to get Montgomery off you for <laughs> just a long time. Montgomery is one of those guys where um, I actually just uh, wrote about him for fantasydata.com uh, um, in an article that I, uh, my first article with them. And hey, if you're looking for another <laughs> website to join, um, fantasydata.com, use promo codes. <laughs> Trades HQ, fantasydata.com, promo code tradeshq. Um, I just dropped an article, five fantasy players that will dramatically outperform ADP. And it, you know, it's based on redraft. But looking at what he did without Tariq Cohen on the field, he averaged mm-hmm. 19.1 fantasy points per game, 12 games without Cohen. Um, and a lot of people are like, oh, well, that, that's because he had an easy strength to schedule. And to that I say, so what um, took advantage of it that's what you want right exactly um and then he actually has a a fairly easy strength to schedule this year too it's rated as a b plus um by fantasydata.com um so i'm all about the montgomery iuk is i like iuk um but montgomery's got top top six running back upside this year i mean yeah, that's hard to let go sure. of for iuk who i like i just you know, there's too many questions there with the volume and what happens when Trey Lance gets there. Mostly centered around volume, but you know, I like Ayuk. It's not a bad offer at all. It's just I would not accept it. Jeremy, I, I'm with Shane on on the running. You know, the the top, whatever ten running back, uh, probably higher than that. The volume that he's getting, I I like Ayuk. I'm just man, 
that's a good trade though. You're both, you know, both teams are getting a good player either way, but I, I have to lean toward the running back, honestly. All right. I'll say this, it, especially in the, in a league like this, we, we threw this league together. It's a 16 team league, but one of the rules that we set up in the starting lineups is you have to have two starting running backs as well. So it makes it even more difficult. If you have a starting running back, it's, it's so hard to trade him. So when I got that offer, I, I had already known what my roster looks like because of all the Shane offers he sent me. So I, I literally immediately d- declined it. So when we said it right before the show and Shane said, let's mention it, I, I thought it was interesting that Shane wanted to bring it up. Now that I've heard Shane's description, I understand now because we got to put a plug in there for fantasy data and it was awesome. So I understand why we brought it up. But uh, between the three of us, we all agree that it would be David Montgomery. But uh, I'm glad that we were able to help you, Shane, and throw that plug in there. So what about the and other... And that's a wrap. <laughs> What about the other? No, no, no. We have one more trade on here before we wrap it up. Let's do this last trade on here. Which one? Uh, I don't know. We have. uh, You pick one. There's like seven trades there. Oh, look. And they're all Shane trades. Big surprise. I made a lot of trades. Look, the season is starting. Everyone has woken up out of their (laughs) caves. Yep. They've realized, oh, okay. Um, I'd like to, uh, I I would like to make trades. And I'm like, hey, I've been here this whole time. Let's do this. Well, people let's do are, this. People let's are making do, trades. Let's do this. Let's move all the trades to the Patreon show with the exception of the very last one here. What's this one that says, I made one trade where I said, sure, why not? Let's, so, let, you know, let's let let's let the, <laughs> the iTunes listeners <laughs> hear the mind of Shane where he says, sure, what the hell, why not? <laughs> so this is, if um, it was... Um, so you know it it, kind of goes with the theme earlier where we're talking about like what are you doing with your teams right now right right so this is a team this roster i'm like eh, it it could probably go either way right like but mm, it's not bad enough that i'm gonna go all right i need to punt but it's good enough that i can go all right let me make some little ancillary moves but not so good that i'm like all right let me just sell out so i was offered david johnson and zach ertz for two fourth round draft picks, <laughs> which are trash. So I accepted it uh-huh. um, because Good even if I get two starts out of either of these guys, I'm taking that as a win. Yeah. I, I, I want to say this. We it, It's funny because I always look at it as Zach Ertz as Philly. So that's why you did it. But we did mention a couple weeks ago <laughs> where you had said that Zach Ertz wants out. And I said to you, what if he doesn't leave. What if What if they don't do anything with him? Is he going to play for them? And we were all in agreement that, of course, he's going to play. So, I mean, shit. But if you have the Zach Ertz and you need a team where you can throw him in your lineup, I'd be more than happy to throw him in my starting lineup. And all you gave up were a couple fours. So Yeah. Yeah, and Zach Ertz, for what it's worth, he had, there was a local story today that um, he's buried all the... Him and the team have buried all the bad blood. Funny how that works out when no one else wants you in the league. Um, but anyway, um, yeah, they, they've buried all the bad blood. And he's, he's stoked to be excited and excited to be here in Philly. And he wants to retire here. So. Good. I, I'm, I'm glad he's on that team because I wanted to see him stick around. You know, um, yeah. he he, do, he does well there. Did well there. I, I Yeah. 
Good for him. Sorry, uh, sorry, Daryl, uh, Dallas Goddard, uh, uh, people that rostered Dallas Goddard. <laughs> I do. I, I, I really thought it was a very interesting conversation. So if, if you didn't hear that conversation, I'm not sure which episode it was, but maybe it was about five or six episodes back. So go check it out. Because listen, all of our episodes, we're on episode, what is this, 193? All of our episodes are on iTunes. If you want to go back and listen to some of our our old stuff, even our very first episode, which I don't know if you guys have listened to it lately, but I went back and listened to it a couple months ago. It's very interesting to hear our, our original <laughs> show. I, oh man, I haven't listened to that. <laughs> but we're coming, we're very close to our 200th episode. You know, we're about seven weeks, six weeks away. So uh, yeah. we, we've got some fun things coming up. I cannot believe we're a week away or a week in, uh, week in one day. We're a week in one day from the start of the 2021 football season. So it's pretty amazing. Um, but we really appreciate everybody that's stuck around with us. We we love all yes. our listeners. Um, Shane, you already mentioned about our Patreon account. But uh, really, we do have a lot of fun with our patrons. We do a lot of things. We're going to do a Patreon Zoom party this weekend, right, Shane? We're going to do it, I believe, Sunday night. Yep. We have a, yep. a holiday on Monday. So Sunday night, yep. we're going to do a, a Patreon party. And um, we have some other interesting things that Jeremy, Shane, and I want to talk to you about that we discussed while we were in Canton, Ohio. So, uh, Jeremy, tell everybody about our store. We have a store, and you can find it at dthq.storenvy.com, dthq.storenvy.com. Shirts, hats, stickers, mugs, all kinds of cool stuff. Check it out. Awesome. Yeah, and check us out on iTunes at Dynasty Trades HQ and on Twitter at Dynasty Trades HQ. And we're going to go do a Patreon show right now. And uh, we're going to do a Zoom party this weekend. So if you're able to join, please do. Uh, This show will be out a couple days before that. So kind of... Jump in and join our Patreon account. And we love you guys, and thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Say goodbye, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you soon. Say goodbye, Shane. Goodbye, Shane. (laughs) 